Hi, my name's Lou, and today I'm going to be reading the internet for you. Why will why not? And today's what is going to be a visit to the wonderful subreddit of Reddit known as Ask Reddit, and specifically we'll be reading about not safe for work things that happened in high school to people. But before we get to that, I just want to thank everyone for listening to the podcast, supporting the podcast, and all that jazz. And as always, if you need a magnet, please send an email to loureads at gmail.com with your address so that I can send the magnet to somewhere where you hopefully live in the world. Thank you again for all of that. Unfortunately, I was going to do the episode on a different topic, which was something about terrible jobs that people had lots of great stories about working in slaughterhouses and having terrible co-workers. Fun stuff. Unfortunately, I lost that uh, episode due to some uh, misclicking on my part. Make sure you hit save before you hit don't save changes on a thing you've been working on for a very long time. So anyway, now we get this because I don't feel like reading that again. It would make me sad. I may read it again after I finish this one. We'll see. So, without further ado, let's get right into this episode of Lou Reads the Internet for you. Subreddit, Ask Reddit, in a thread started by Unneeded Jesus Xbox, entitled, What's the Most Memorable NSFW Thing That Happened in High School? And Super Soak You writes, Senior Prank Gone Wrong. Every once in a while, the school Olympic-sized pool needs to be chlorine-killed for cleanliness, and it was unusable for a few hours until the chlorine adequately dispersed. Brackets, this is important. Senior prank time rolls around, and a bunch of the seniors decide to buy pickup tuck loads of dry ice to dump in the pool to mist up the school. Well, these geniuses accidentally timed it with the chlorination schedule of the pool and blanketed the whole school with chlorine gas. It was shut down for a week. Literally, NSFW. And for she writes, My math teacher told us if we got all A's and B's on our test, he'd dye his hair green and rollerblade down the hallway. We all passed, and sure enough, he showed up to school with green hair the following week. During class transitions, he was out rollerblading down the hall when he thought it would be funny to mess with the quote-unquote jokester student. So he grabbed him and tried to push him into the girls' bathroom as a joke, and another student, trying to help, ran up from behind them and shut the door. The tip of my teacher's pinky finger was near the hinges, and it was sliced off. Blood was everywhere, and the tip of his finger was just lying there on the floor. To make matters worse, they sent the severed finger to the wrong hospital. But he had good spirits when he came back, even naming the finger quote-unquote Quasimodo. And Joanne Zazaki writes, English teacher got pregnant by my high school quarterback, who was also the police chief's son for my town. And Creepy Queries adds, did the baby end up being good at football? Was she arrested? Did the football player have to pay child support? Was she hot? How old was she? Was he attractive? And Johan Sazaki writes, She was attractive in her 30s. Sadly, things did not end well for her. She was struck by a train on her way home after school a few months later. And Kaz Mighty adds, we were reciting our own poetry for our 11th grade English class. Most of it was just flooby bullshit. However, a jock in class got up and began reciting his poem. It started off slow, but it became clearer and clearer that he was talking about how he would go back in time and deflower our English teacher. He kept glancing back and forth between the teacher and the paper in his hands, ignoring the class entirely. Every face in the room was bright red. The teacher was a deep red and was crying with uncomfortable laughter. I will never forget the final line, something like, quote-unquote, until I flood your eager, quivering crevices with my genetic riches. The dude was not that bright, 
so I am pretty sure the only thing he spent the night with was a thesaurus. And Devo Spice adds, With no warning at all, a girl in my class threw up a stomach full of blood all over her desk and books. The teacher went pale and stared at her. She just softly said, quote-unquote, Sorry. The teacher just pointed to the door and just said, quote-unquote, Go to the nurse, then pointed to the girl next to her and said, quote-unquote, You go with her. I don't remember what was wrong with her, but she ended up missing about two months of school after that. She recovered and is fine now. And Vendetta Sunsetta adds, A kid broke his leg in P.E. once and was given an ice pack and nothing else while waiting for an ambulance or something to arrive. And the Lord B. adds, The ambulance was likely less than 10 minutes away and a school nurse isn't likely to have equipment nor drugs that you would want to treat a broken leg. Even if she had the knowledge, odds are the correct response was to wait for an ambulance who can do the same, only give morphine, which is something very few to no nurses are legally allowed to do. The kid got more than I did when I broke my leg, which was wait the 10 minutes mostly in shock waiting for the ambulance as people milled about doing nothing, nor honestly was there anything more they could do. The morphine the paramedics gave was helpful until they straightened my leg and put it on a splint, at which point it was a 10 out of 10 pain, even through the morphine until the hospital removed the splint and my leg started cramping, which was my new 10 to 10 pain, and thankfully remains so today. And Flare Glare shares... A girl was doing a cartwheel while in a skirt, and her pussy was in full view. And FL person writes, My wife just did this a couple of weeks ago, wearing a dress, no panties, and I was shocked by just how hot it was. I'm 36 now, and it is burned in my memories. I cannot imagine seeing it as a teenager. And Ivysaurus0101010 writes, this is a different kind of NSFW, probably, but once a freshman shat all over a bathroom stall and wrote some other kid's name on the wall to try and frame him, I guess. Well, that kid wasn't even present that day, so the culprit was caught pretty quickly and had to transfer out. The dean had sat all the boys in the school, brackets freshmen and sophomores together, and then juniors and seniors together, in our conference room and showed them the stall to try to scare a confession out of them, brackets, I guess it worked. I only know this because my husband, brackets BF at the time, was in the conference room and almost got in trouble for this mess because he thought it was hilarious and couldn't stop laughing at the dean's poop presentation. He still to this day doesn't know what the poor man expected. To just show a bunch of teenage boys a poopy slideshow? And Rowboat writes, Senior year, biology, IB2. The teacher is kind of chaotic and isn't very structured. Late a lot. Brackets, it's his first class of the day. Sort of let's do our work at our pace. So he was late one morning and we were all just sitting and chatting waiting for him. We got on the topic of piercings and one girl said she recently got one of her nipples pierced. We were confused why she only did one, then she showed us. In class, at her desk, she just lifted her shirt and bra to show us her single pierced nipple. It took me a second to realize what just happened. Then me and my buddy high-fived or something, IDK, and Tile Tear replies. The only proper response to a girl saying, quote-unquote, I have a pierced nipple is, quote-unquote, I don't believe you. And Kisses to My Mrs. adds, Most girls that tell you they have their nipples pierced are doing so with the intent of showing it off. And I Smoke Crack writes, Same thing happened to me once, but not in high school. Me and a buddy bumped into an old high school friend after a night of drinking in the center of downtown. This friend just blurts out, yeah, this friend just blurts out, quote unquote, I got my nipples pierced, and outside in the middle of downtown just lifts her shirt and bra to show us her tits. Same exact reaction. Huh, cool. Hops on bus home. Wait a minute! And Denton Carnate writes, Live with a girl for a while in grad school. One morning, I see her door open and say, Hey, slash morning, hat, slash. 
and say, hey, slash morning, slash whatever. And she comes out and goes, quote, unquote, I'm going to show you something. Don't freak out. Confused and almost knowing what it was about to happen. Now, confused and almost knowing what was about to happen, I said, quote, unquote, all right. And she just lifts up her shirt and shows me her newly pierced nipples, which were adorable, might I add. So, yeah, that happened. Pretty weird, but she was an interesting one, so I wasn't surprised, really. I should probably add, we weren't dating or fooling around at all. And Di Isaac writes, She wasn't showing you her nipple. She was showing you her piercing. Different mindset, same outcome. And Anon577321 replies, Two sophomores got suspended for recording themselves having sex in the distance learning classroom. Some online classes required video cameras for lectures. They used that and recorded a sex tape. And Picks and Chooses adds, the social studies teacher's boobs fell out of her dress on stage in front of the whole school. And Devilboy95 adds, Female volleyball coach of men's volleyball, she let us have an quote-unquote end-of-season party at her place. One of the guys on the team spent the night there and banged her. And Nomadic Pixel shares, a few come to mind. 1. Lots of the sporty couples often hooked up in the wrestling rooms after school slash practice. Like, even after staff found out and started making sure everything was locked, they still managed to get in. There was a sort of unwritten rule to leave one of the room's doors, the exited outside, propped open slightly so couples could sneak in. Happened all four years and honestly, most likely still happens. 2. The theater. So many kids hooked up in the theater. Like, holy shit. The most memorable one for that would be a couple was going at it in the catwalks while a play was happening. 3. I was a peer ed slash sex ed student. The idea being that if students taught students about sex education, they would be more receptive of it. Fun times and stories for another day. But one of my responsibilities was talking with or helping students with questions. The most memorable one was a young freshman, shy, stopped me in the hallway and asked me to help with a problem. She said she had been exploring her body with an object and managed to get it stuck. I asked her what the object was. It was an iPod Nano. At that point, I was out of my depth and went to ask another female member to help her out. And McSquadward adds, A girl, brackets 13 to 15, sent a Snapchat out to several people of her naked with only emojis covering her. We were on a class trip and they locked us all in our rooms until the staff and police sorted it out. Edit. So to add a bit more to the story and to clear a few things up, the cops determined it wasn't CP or child pornography, so she did not get arrested for producing and distribute CP. I can't remember what happened after that to her, however. I believe the teachers either called her parents up and they got her, or they gave her a good talking to, got all the documentation in order, and let her enjoy the rest of the trip. I do think it was a good call on them in case there was a way someone got the emojis off the pic and it got out. They would at least have documentation on the matter for the police. Edit 2. I was 18 at the time, so this could have ended bad for me. Edit 3. Great. My highest upvoted comment is on this shit. And Badman Vegeta writes, This reminds me of when I was in 5th grade and we were on a school trip. This was like 2007, so instead of phones, we all had Nintendo DS. We're on the bus and using PictoChat. Brackets, it's basically the same thing as the Wii thing where you draw a picture message together and then someone decides to draw boobs with a caption, quote unquote, sex party. One of the girls told the teacher and then we weren't allowed to bring iPods, video games, etc. on field trips anymore. And Billy needs a mop ads. I'm a childhood expat who went back to rural Illinois at the age of 14. 
I witnessed some shenanigans there. One time we were sitting around a bonfire and a girl in the group decided to put on a show with a cigarette. She masturbated with a cigarette in front of everyone. Then she took it one step further. She used an empty whiskey bottle to masturbate in front of us. None of us knew what to say or do in response to that, so we just let her do her thing. I think we all just felt bad for her. That was the part that was the most memorable for me. And deleted asks, I'm trying to imagine the masturbate. Yeah. And deleted ads, I'm trying to imagine masturbation with a cigarette and it just isn't adding up. And Billy needs a mob replies. She pretended a cigarette was a small penis. It was as awkward as you made me feel having to elaborate on that one. And Pyro Boyo shares, a freshman kid at our high school has been collecting pictures of naked assholes from students. So far, he has 37. He got them from other people or getting them himself. The only reason I found out was because the dude was sitting at a table I was at and had placed his phone flat on the table. He then proceeded to open up his private pictures and snap. Edit. He now has 38. Edit 2. He now has 39, but more people are finding out so someone might tell a teacher or staff member. Edit 3. I'm sorry to announce, but he has decided to remove all of the pictures because someone tried to blackmail him. And a Spartan accountant writes, Hot classmate of mine jumped on my back the first day of theater practice, saying, quote unquote, You're mine now. Eventually led to her giving me head between scenes on multiple occasions. And Max PNRQ writes, Oh, theater kids, no matter where you go, they never really change. And Thaddeus Jones adds, as a high school carpentry student that built many theater sets, I can give you the advice of my shop teacher. Quote, unquote, They're going to fuck on these things after hours. Make them strong enough. Edit. Kind of NSFW moment. I was moving heavy prefab platforms for a multi-level stage and bolting them into place before the theater kids came in for their practice. They were doing a play that had a lot of dance and had a volunteer dance instructor from the local community college who was about... 19 and wearing yoga pants and a skin-tight top. She was extremely flexible in doing her warm-ups on center stage, which was basically contortionist-level stretching-type stuff. While I was trying to move a line and bolt heavy wooden platforms, it was fucking distracting. And Herbie Burrow adds, I had a big fucking whammy with my theater group in high school. My school was in close proximity to a Mormon temple, one of the only ones within several hundred miles. As a result, I went to school with a lot of Mormons, and of course they flooded the theater department. These weren't the rebellious types either. I was friends with most of them. You couldn't so much as swear without getting a dirty look. There was probably a bit of fuck going around between some of the theater kids, but the Mormons were like the sin police, and I never saw anything like that under their watchful eye. And MK Icon writes, Guy on the football team would bust into the locker room and demonstrate that he could tie his flaccid penis into a knot. He went on to play in the NFL. And Unneeded Jesus Xbox returns to ask, What was his name? A little more than nothing replies, Gronkowski. And Lemon Curd replies, I'd honestly believe that. And Kevin Annie Pata writes, Nah, I always figured Gronk to have a wide, muscular penis, one that's hard to tie in a knot. This is probably a wiry kicker with a long, skinny noodle dick. And needs more tuba shares. We were on a field trip to an amusement park for marching band. A bus from an all-boys Catholic middle school pulled up beside ours. My friend dared me to flash my boobs, and I wasn't one to back down from a dare. So I waited until most of the boys were looking away. Only one nerdy little boy was looking in our direction. So I did it. 
His mouth dropped wide open with surprise as he quickly motioned for the other boys to come. That's <laughs> really funny. His mouth dropped wide open with surprise as he quickly motioned for the other boys to come have a look. They moved so quickly from one side of the bus to the other that I actually thought it might tip over. Seriously, the whole bus rocked to one side. But they were too late. TLDR flashed a nerdy middle schooler and almost tipped over a school bus. And Knuckles316 writes, During a school dance, the one girl with notoriously large breasts, brackets like unreasonably so, was dancing to Cotton Eye Joe and her shirt finally gave up and her ginormous breasts popped out. I was one of the many guys that witnessed it. It was glorious. And Praise the Pun 81 replies, It's all thanks to Cotton Eye Joe. I saw titties a long time ago. They were so big with no room to grow. Thank God for that shirt and Cotton Eye Joe. I'm not going to sing it. And Stain Pantsman. Well, that's, uh, this is an appropriate name. And Stain Panson writes, A girl got so drunk at homecoming that she pooped her pants and had to be sent home. And It's None of Your Business writes, My senior year, a girl accused a male teacher of trying to coerce her into giving him nude pictures. According to her story, he had held her behind class and told her if she didn't, he was going to fail her and that she wouldn't graduate on time. The teacher was fired instantly, but it was never taken to criminal or civil court. The vast majority of my graduating class did not believe the girl because she was known for spreading false rumors. Her story gradually changed the more people asked her about it, and the teacher was actually well-liked by the majority of the students. And Aaron Steele replies, I've actually seen this tangentially. In my wife's high school, brackets years after she graduated, the superintendent accused the popular liberal teacher of sleeping with a student. The student, a minor, was publicly named and vehemently denied this, as did the teacher and everyone around them. The superintendent had been trying to get the popular teacher fired, brackets we assume, because her husband taught the same subject and no students chose his AP class. All preferred the liberal teacher. After more than a year and multiple lawsuits, the teacher was exonerated and the superintendent was given a severance settlement of a few hundred thousand dollars, brackets an injustice but cheaper than it would have been to fire her and fight all the lawsuits, and everyone was gagged. She was then hired by another school district on the other side of the state, and when that district called the first school board for a reference, they could not speak to them due to the settlement terms. Within a year, she had done the exact same thing with another teacher in the new district. This teacher tried to kill himself by crashing his car, but failed and is now paralyzed. The superintendent ended up with another five-figure severance settlement and is off to ruin more lives. And Dan God 392 shares, girl literally got fucked through a locker room wall when she tried to take on the whole hockey team at once. And I'm not talking glory hole style. It was more like Kool-Aid man. <laughs> but it's funny. Um, and Doomsday. What's yeah? Again. Take cough medicine. Just do it already. I'm recording. And I blame the owl two shares. A sophomore shot himself and his mom ran into the high school screaming after finding him, trying to find her daughter to break the news. The school resource officer stopped her in the foyer, but we could see everything from the cafeteria. She was covered in blood. Edit to clarify, he didn't kill himself at school. Mom came to school from their home, but she hadn't changed clothes. And all Raiden replies, Another school in our district had a quote-unquote orgy and filmed it in the school bathroom. I put quotations around that because it was like seven guys to two girls. Worst part was that they were barefoot in the men's bathroom. Almost threw up seeing that. 
And Dick Givens replies, I believe a gender imbalance of that magnitude makes it a quote-unquote gangbang. And Gigalong Dong writes, So this didn't actually happen at high school, but it is still relevant. About two weeks before we graduated, I decided to throw a field party on a farm as a graduation party. I was expecting 30 to 40 people, but lo and behold, we had over 100 show up. I wasn't worried about any police or whatever, so we just had a great time drinking way too much and goofing off. Anyway, there was this one girl that was ostracized for most of our graduating class. She had the tendency to make sexual assault claims that were obviously false, brackets as in saying XYZ guy groped her at ABC's party, but the dude wasn't there or she didn't show either, needlessly starting fights and had a very grating personality. Whatever. I made it very clear to people that I didn't want her on the property because they didn't want any trouble to start. So guess who shows up? that chick. So we were all pretty liquored up, and I just told her to have fun and don't cause trouble. Within 15 minutes, she had downed way too much booze and was picking fights with several people. I told one of the DDs to take her ass home. All good, right? Wrong. I went and bumped uglies with a quote-unquote friend for a couple of hours and came back. The fire's dying down, only about 30 people are left, and most of those were crashing in their cars or in tents. Then I hear a groan at the edge of the woods about 30 feet away. Brackets, this area was at the back of a field, and on three sides were woods. Well, fuck. I walk over to see guess who. That girl I thought had gone home hours before. The person that I tasked with taking her home later told me she got violent in the car before they left and made her get out. Anyway, I walk over, and this chick is wallowing around in half-rotten leaves and sticks, just freaking out. She has soiled herself in every way imaginable. Vomit, shit, piss, the glorious... <laughs> Vomit, shit, piss, the glorious trifecta. Turns out she had taken a bunch of benzos before coming and then drank, which is a big no-no because it can cause fatal respiratory depression. Me and a friend were wondering how the hell we're going to get her home, and she starts accusing me of shitting in her pants while she was passed out. I shit you not. The smell was rancid and made my friend throw up. To wrap it up, I calmed her down, gave her some sweatpants, called a friend I knew would be awake and sober at 4am, and paid them to come get her and take her home. That turned what was a fun end to an awesome graduation party into a shit show. Pun intended. And Agent Utah replies, Imagine just waking up and your first thought is, quote unquote, Who fucks shit in my pants? And Kane Diaz replies, My physics teacher was an odd duck, zany and eccentric, like a lot of science teachers, but also overtly racist. Two occurrences I remember well. First, during a class project, he pointed at a Thai girl, Vietnamese guy, and Cambodian guy, and said, quote-unquote, All right, all the Chinese kids in one group. There was a shocked silence, but nothing really came of it. Second was while studying the concept of tension, he used a hanging example and asked the only black kid in the whole class his weight to be used as the example for us the measure the amount of tension that would be in the rope if he were to be hanged. The black kid was also the assistant principal's adopted son, which he must have known, and he got fired. And the goat himself replies, Eighth grade girl sucked an 11th grader's dick in the boys' bathroom. Both got suspended. Then about two months later, they both got caught having sex in the back stairwell. Both are now expelled. And Steve G. 58 replies, A senior girl, brackets also a well-known lacrosse player and all-around snarky bitch, had a sexual rendezvous with a freshman football player from the same high school at the local park and ride one morning. By lunch, word had gotten around the whole school. When they walked into the cafeteria, the whole crowd erupted in applause and cheering. From that day forward, she was known as, quote-unquote, park and ride, and the guy faded into obscurity. And Domar Beer writes, In NL, we have a fried snack called a frikandel. It's basically a floppy stick of meat. 
brackets, maybe like 15 centimeters, that you keep frozen until you deep fry it. One of the girls in my school allegedly used one of these frozen sticks to, you know, do her thing. Well, the thing is that frikandels that are not yet fried are very soft. So when the frozen frikandel got inside her, it warmed up and defrosted. Because not fried frikandel is soft, it broke off inside her. She had to go to the hospital to get the piece of meat removed. Ugh. <laughs> that made me go, ugh. Okay. And deleted ads. When I was a sophomore, I stayed at a friend's house. His much older sister got us vodka. I drank too much and passed out on the living room floor. I woke up to the nasty, fatty sister sucking on my flaccid penis. And Rosewater Trash writes, That's fucking assault, and I hope she was punished for it. I'm sorry that happened to you. And deleted replies, It was disgusting, and I was violated for sure. I just stayed as far away from her as I could for the rest of my life. No need to continue being around pigs of people. Assault can happen to anyone. The journey of life is full of bumps and obstacles in the road, but it is not the bumps and obstacles that should define you, but how you move past them. And Bob Den writes, Back in the late 1970s, we had an inter-school streaking league. Five different high schools in the area fielded quote-unquote teams of streakers and awarded points for numbers of participants, number of minutes for the streak, and quote-unquote style points for location, silliness slash playfulness, and general audacity subtracting points for the number of arrests. The scores were published weekly in the school newspaper. My high school won handily. For one streak, about 15 of us started at the school, a block to the local Lions restaurant, and streaked inside between the front and back entrances, waited at the corner of the main street through town for the light to change, crossed the street and streaked through the Wendy's, then retraced our steps. Another had us streaking the local police department, brackets one of our team members was the night desk sergeant's daughter, so we had inside help. The league went on for about six weeks until the school district put pressure on the principals to shut it down. But for at least a couple of years after, our school's trophy case held an unmarked running trophy with a strategically placed fig leaf on the runner. And Alex Sylvian writes, After a really crazy party, this one rich kid that everyone hated was super drunk. Someone claimed that his dick looked funny, so he whipped that shit out and started showing it to everyone. He was yelling, quote unquote, See, see, it's perfectly normal. Then a couple of dudes grabbed him and threw him in the disabled shower. Then he threw all his clothes over the wall and demanded to be let out so he could prove it. So they blocked the door with a bookcase and left him there. The janitor let him out, hung over, naked, and freezing that night. I thought it looked a little crooked, BTW. And Noah the Red shares. A kid was found dead by his mom. He'd skipped school and hung himself in his closet. By all accounts, he was a healthy, happy teenager with lots of friends, and no one could say that they saw this coming. There was a memorial assembly at school and speeches about suicide awareness and all that. I only knew him by name, but I think for everyone, this was a reality check since we were all so blindsided by it. A few days later, mom confesses. She didn't come home and find that he'd committed suicide. Well, sort of. What had actually happened was he discovered autoerotic asphyxiation and died accidentally. As is frequently the case when mom discovered his body that morning, she dressed him and cleaned up the scene so as to hide how slash why he died. After a few days, she realized this lie was too much and she revealed the truth. As a result, we all had to take a mini-class on the dangers of autoerotic asphyxiation, which was a very bizarre thing for a 14-year-old to learn about. And Will 255 replies, My history teacher was a porn star before he started teaching. At one point, someone found out and said his porn star name during class and he ran out of the room. He planned on quitting, but the school brought him back because he was generally well-liked. He hasn't done anything wrong at school yet. I think he only went into porn because of financial trouble, but with that background, I don't know why the school let him be a coach of the school swim team. And Michael Gale 33 replies, 
every year, the 10th grade class would have a half day where they would watch Schindler's List and some other historic movie. Brackets second was always rotated for history class. Some guy in my ear got caught getting an H.J. from his girlfriend during Schindler's List. Most of my friends said, quote, unquote, how gross to do that in school near other students, to which I asked the, I think, far more appropriate question of, quote, unquote, hey, can we talk about how he was getting it up during Schindler's List? Let's unpack that one. He got expelled. She got suspended. Good times. And Kevin Annie Pata replies, My math teacher was this morbidly obese man that always flirted with girls and I thought he was a total creep. Turns out, he and his husband owned a leather shop a couple of towns over called Cock and Bull. And Brick Mac replies, Not so much in a good way. My senior English teacher decided it would be a good idea to have us talk about significant events in our life, brackets or something like that. Not sure of the exact phrasing. Lots and lots of rape and a few suicide attempts, and a kid finding his dead parents. Basically just two days of extremely graphic and emotional descriptions of the worst things that have ever happened to a class of 20 teenagers. On the bright side, the teacher convinced one of the rape victims to identify the person who did it, and he's still in jail. The teacher clarified after the first two that he didn't expect it to be so negative, but we just kind of kept going with that trend. A few people didn't present, and that was okay too. And Garbage with Names writes, a guy in our high school, and their accomplice from another high school, decided it would be a good idea to bring in a bunch of pot muffins and deliver them to the faculty and left them in the teacher's lounge as a quote-unquote gift, since occasional pastries as gifts happened somewhat regularly. None of the teachers thought anything of it. The accomplice delivered the muffins so he wasn't recognized by the staff, and they just took it anyways. And they made quite the V-potent batch. So some of the staff eats it, all of the muffins get eaten, a few of the teachers, t one, a gym coach ate three at once, and our 70-plus-year-old attendance secretary ate one as well. Needless to say, this did not go very well for her, and an ambulance was called to help her out and figure out why she was suddenly feeling so lightheaded, dizzy, and woozy. And for weeks afterwards, our TV system, brackets our school, had good handfuls of TVs scattered about the cafeteria, student center, classrooms, and hallways to have certain announcements up and play the school news like it was an actual newscast for a special multimedia class we had. Would display messages with the gingerbread man slash Lord Farquaad scene from Shrek on it asking, quote unquote, do you know the muffin man all over the place? So, of course, everyone was wondering who did it. Turns out, the teen from the outside school was an old childhood friend I had, though I didn't recognize him from the security footage they took. Didn't know the one from my school, however. That's right. I knew the Muffin Man. And Gray Griffin adds, Someone suction-cupped a giant rubber dragon dildo to the wall above the senior lockers. No one could get it down for weeks. It had its own social media account. And It's Fish 20 adds, when I was a senior, there was someone who was shitting in brown paper bags and leaving them in the stairwells of the landings. My high school at the time had around 5,000 students, so the stairs were always huge clusterfucks, and now you have a bunch of people stepping on human shit and tracking that all over their shoes. The school tried to figure it out by having teachers stand in the staircases, but the person doing it started going out in the middle of class to deposit his brown bag turd and started driving the admins crazy. Eventually he was caught. Turns out it was a junior year kid who was on the football team and he was expelled. Oh my god. <laughs> what? <laughs> and we'll end this episode with this not safe for work experience from high school from Lord Frizz who writes, Grade below me, sports kid tied up a kid and fisted his ass with their arm in a bread bag. Kid sued for a bunch of money and the gym teacher got fired. And Orange Avalanche replies, What the fuck? 
Well, do you have more embarrassing things that happened at your high school? I don't know. Maybe you do. Yeah, this is just sort of a, a fun bit of people telling crazy stories. Some of these stories are pretty disturbing. Uh, but most of them are just sort of accidents or ridiculous things. And I hope you enjoyed them. It's fun to hear about other people's crazy things. I think I shared in this story, I have my, I'll share my story that I, I recently shared with my teenage son, was that when I was his age in high school, I had a pair of jeans that had a terrible hole in the crotch. And I used to wear like cotton boxers that would ride up. And I used to hang out right outside the principal's office because there was not a lot of space to hang around in our school. And I was hanging out in front of the principal's office, shooting shit with my friends. And the principal came up and started talking to me. And then his face went like completely shocked. And he just stopped talking and just left. And I was kind of like, I don't know what happened with that guy. And then uh, about like 10 seconds afterwards, I was like, wait a minute. And I reached down and I didn't realize that one of my testicles had been hanging out while the principal was talking to me. And I had no idea. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, shit. Those fucking cotton boxers that they used to make. They sure, I'm sure they sure make them, but for a man like me, they just ride up immediately, disappearing into my garage. So I don't wear those, that kind anymore. It's a funny story to me. It was a funny story to me then. It was, it was one of those things that, you know, there are things in my life where um, people are like, oh, that's so embarrassing. I'm like, mm, no, that didn't embarrass me. It was just sort of an accident and whatever. And then there are things that are non consequential dumb things that uh, appear in my mind like a knitting needle through the eye that have no consequence to my life that I feel tremendous dumb guilt for. So who knows why I didn't care that my testicle was out. Um, that's me. And I pay a therapist to get those answers. So um, <laughs> anyway, I hope you enjoyed these stories of the not safe for work events from people's high school times. There are more, um, but I hit my limit of reading them. So um, anyway, uh, so that's it for this episode. Yeah, if you want to share on the Facebook some crazy things that happen to you in uh, your high school, that's fine. If not, also fine. I'm just going to wrap up this episode to get it out since I feel like I'm way behind, especially after losing a whole day's recording. So we'll wrap it up. If you would like a Lou Reed's magnet, please email me at loureads at gmail.com. I would love it so much. And if you want to rate and review the podcast, please do so on iTunes or Stitcher or whatever podcasting app that you choose to use. And as I mentioned in the episode that got cut off, I will be performing... Uh, with the F Plus Live in Portland, Oregon in January. So if you were considering going to that and were on the fence, but you weren't sure I was going to be there, now you know I'm going to be there. It's been mentioned by them, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> um, and as usual, I have very little knowledge of what the hell is in store for me, but uh, it's always a good time. I'm visiting a friend out there that I haven't seen in a long time, so I'll be around out there just for the weekend. But Come see the F Plus uh, if you want to see me and the rest of the Ridiculists uh, read crazy stuff for that. And I'm sure it'll be online later, so you can also watch there. But um, yeah, that's it for me. Thanks to everyone who has rated and reviewed the podcast. I really appreciate it. Thanks to everyone who listens and shares the podcast with their friends. It's great to know that you guys are still out there. And thanks to everyone who has sent me emails welcoming me back after my little hiatus. Uh, I suck at getting these things out on time and I always have so uh, thank you for your patience and thanks for listening that's going to do it for this episode of Lou Reads the Internet Ask Reddit what's the most NSFW thing that happened in your high school edition we'll see you soon bye bye